guys. Welcome to our channel. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of 411 on the Copelands. This is a very, very special episode, a quick episode. Um, we do have a guest. This will be audio only. This will be audio only. So my father... Got to catch a flight. Got to catch a flight in mm -hmm. like uh, two hours. So we decided we would make this one a, a quickie, uh, if you will. So... Uh, Say hi, Dad. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Bree, Bree just said my voice sounds just like his. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to start off this podcast by first introducing my father, telling you uh, a little bit about him and where he's from. A lot of a lot of people who are listening to this already know who I am and uh, and know a lot about me. Uh, but hearing where it came from, uh, I think is uh, uh, will will help give people more context. A special so, treat. A special treat we'll, we'll just make this a short we'll keep it like 10 to 15 minutes long but mm -hmm. um so dad is there something special that you can tell people about me that not many people know and it doesn't have to be g-rated doesn't have it, it can be <laughs> tell us the dirt tell us the juice Any, anything you want anything you can think of there is so much uh about Michael, I, there's not enough time to describe all of the positives. Uh, he was a great kid, very disciplined. He's a chip off the old block. See, I, I, I always thought I was hard. I always thought I was hardhead. I mean, I was disciplined, but I was kind of a hardhead. That's, well, you know, that all goes into growing up. Now, I don't think there's any kid that I know that hasn't been hardheaded at some point or another. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, so. I can agree with that. I was snotty-nosed. <laughs> <laughs> what I enjoyed most, of what, one of the things that I enjoyed most was his discipline and when he decided to do something. For instance, he was a hell of a baseball player. His feet speak for that. My feet speak. Oh. <laughs> no, we, uh, uh, she's seen my feet quite a few times playing first base and having my, my foot cleated. Mm -hmm. My toenails have fallen off a couple of times. So we had a bad experience in, uh, oh. We were in Europe. We were, in, we were in, we were in, about it. we were in Italy, um, and I kicked something. The uh, bed. I kicked the edge. Yeah, I kicked the edge of the bed, and and you know, because my toenails already partially detached, it flipped it up. Mm -hmm. So I basically, I basically ripped off the bandaid. I like pulled the rest of the toenail off, and it made the most disgusting separation noise. Oh yeah, yeah. And so. we were in Italy, and he was just in so much pain, and we were new, mm -hmm. and I had to run to find like alcohol gauze bandages and stuff like that and so i'm running down this dark ass alley didn't realize i was in my pajamas till i got to the <laughs> store and i'm like i don't know any italian um blood lots of blood <laughs> blood bandages um ah like that <laughs> i was making all these things so yes i know from his feet yeah um i played first base as well oh that's so cool. i um i know exactly what it is i don't think i have a toe on my foot my feet that i haven't lost a nail so he's lost more than me you know that. <laughs> yeah yeah i've uh you get stepped on all the time mm. the enjoyment was watching him play i mean he there was a time we went to florida uh ocala florida we played in a tournament mm -hmm. he was playing with top guns shout out top guns those, <laughs> are, those are still my guys go ahead <laughs> and um he was playing he was hitting the ball so well that they started to intentionally walk him mm -hmm. what's that mean so when you do a walk you you basically throw four balls in a row and you <gasps> give a person a free base oh 
Wow. Yeah. They okay. wouldn't pitch to him. Uh, he was really stroking the ball uh, that time. And then the other team started to do the same thing, walk him. Mm. Mm-hmm. They would not let him uh, come to bat if there were people on board. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, and they learned that after some some guy made the mistake of throwing a curveball. I me- I remember when they started the the, uh, the at bat when they started doing that. Some dude decided he was going to throw me a curveball, and I hit a uh, what what I hit a I hit a gap to it was right center. It was a gap to right center, and it came down. And they were like, "Yeah, walk him from now on." Oh shit! Saw, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they saw me as a contact hitter. See, I only yeah. noticed his baseball arm when we got a dog and, I was <laughs> and he throwing, would throw yeah. it and he threw it so far you've seen our backyard he mm-hmm. threw it so far he threw it over the back fence mm-hmm. and we lost several toys and those neighbors still have not given those toys back <laughs> <laughs> but he'll throw it over the fence and i'm like okay well there goes another toy let's go buy one mochi but, loves it well yeah go ahead go ahead dad keep telling good things about me i'm, I'm liking this one you want to talk about basketball I, th- I thought that's sure. what I thought that's what you would bring up was the state championships and all that. Sure, Michael is one of the few athletes who have had the privilege in high school to win three state championships. They were three in a row, which is in the state of Kansas. There's only one other team that accomplished that feat, and that was from McPherson. They were the only other high school in the state of Kansas to uh, win three state championships. In fact, uh, there was a uh, in the championship games of 5A, in the semifinals, Michael scored the last basket to win the game. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then in the finals, he repeated that. <laughs> <laughs> and scored the last basket to win the game. Uh, it's just one of those incredible moments that you have to be there to actually appreciate uh, or understand how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. Games back to back, scoring the winning baskets. Uh, it was a definitely a unique experience that I enjoyed very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I would say that, you know, we talk about social media and stuff. I wish, I'm so happy we didn't have social media when we were younger, but mm-hmm. I wish we did as an athlete. Because as an athlete, we don't have those 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 clips uh-huh. because people took them on their phones when phones weren't the greatest back then. And mm-hmm. we didn't have iClouds to save them as well as like all these old digital cameras that can't nobody find the SD cards for. See, at, at Highland Park, we had Mr. Miller. And My he daddy? Was, no, no, <laughs> no. We had, our, we had our own Mr. Miller. He was the videographer for Highland Park basketball. But do he, you still have those? Our coach does. I, I have, no, I do have, I have a DVD of the state championship okay. game. Cause that's what I was saying. Cause like my coach would videotape stuff. But I'm pretty sure she taped over them because it was mm-hmm. like it was a learning thing. Like, hey, you saw you, how you got that stick right there. Don't do that next time. Well, you so know? You, no, oh, I'm saying oh, like. I got you. I got you. Oh, so it was, it, it was for to critique I people. I think so. And so I know there were like videos. I have videos. But remember like that's before we had like viruses were really big and they would get on your computer and mess up stuff. So I don't have any videos. Mm when I was in high school and college. You didn't know me at that time. I could have fixed all that. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Go back in time and get that for me. Yeah, I have several videos of games. We played a game in, um, I think it was, they had won the state championship the year before. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't recall exactly where it was, but uh, the kids came out and played one hell of a game. Um, I thought it was going to be closer. You know, you uh, a state champion. And you figure uh, they're very good. They were, but on that given day, Highland Park was the best. Mm. Uh, oh, you're you're talking about when I was a junior, um, and we pl- who we played? We played. Um, 
was it Liberty? No, it wasn't Liberty. I forgot. They were the green. It was green. They had like green and red. They they had like what was it? Green and um, it was like green and white. They were kind, their colors were kind of like ours. So we had to wear like different uniforms that game. Um, yeah, it's. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. No, we came out to play. <laughs> I think I, I think Cannon had like twenty six or something yeah, like that. Cannon played. He was playing off the charts. Yeah, man. Cannon feels if you hear this, man, you thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, there was. They had nothing for him. Yeah, you know, he more or less was able to do what he want when he wanted to do it. You know, that's the that's the best guard I've played with in high school or college. He was better than every guard I played with in college by far. He could he could do anything. He was a talented young ball player. I'm just sorry I didn't have the opportunity to see him if uh did he go to college yeah no so his first year he went to cali with me um and then he he moved around a little bit he ended up going he went to like a miaa school i think he went ended up going to allen his second year okay so yeah he, he he transferred out okay okay yeah he he really could have gone overseas and played but he oh. just he just didn't end up doing he had a couple kids so Huh. He didn't want to. He didn't want to be away from them and stuff like that. It was just life and you know life stuff. Yeah. So, yeah but yeah. but yeah, no, he's he was great. Um, well, Cannon, if you are able to hear this, hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what uh, what what else, Dad? You want? Do you want to take? Do you want to take it back? I remember you you love telling him about how uh, how I messed up your sleep patterns. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Mike was a baby, um, I'm a very light sleeper. And my wife, his mother, slept like a log. You couldn't wake her if you stood over her and clapped in, in her ear. So she is me. Huh? I am her. Oh, yeah. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. No, we always say um, how Brie is much like mom is. Mm -hmm. You know, they have all these different qualities. And th they're basically the same person, like reincarnated. And I keep yeah. learning more and more. Then I'm like, well, dang, that's me. I'm a hard sleeper. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So when um, uh, when my kids were born, I my sleep pattern changed. I could tell when they t uh, moved in the bed. I knew. Mm -hmm. Okay. I uh, when they. Uh, had accidents i would get up change them and let them go back to sleep um yeah that's, that's you know crazy. some people uh i enjoyed that you know uh i enjoy watching him after i change his diaper to see the expression change on his face ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the expression he makes now when he goes to the bathroom ah, that was a good one <laughs> Uh, That's how he came out the bedroom just now after using the bathroom. <laughs> we didn't want to put that on the podcast. That's Come why you now. delete it. You got you fine. I wanted to be able to. This is why I got this board. I wanted to be able to do it. I wanted to be able to do it. Put it up. Not have to worry about Thank it. You can't anticipate what I'm going to say. Oh no. <laughs> but here we're, we X-rated. I can tell him about the other night. We can delete it. <laughs> this, this is going up there. Uh -huh. Anyways, never mind. We're in front of my father. Right yeah, now. yeah. Well, I know I have a question. Um, Again, from like the first time me and Michael met, it was, you know, the astrology. Uh, astronomy. Astrology. Astronomy, uh, yeah. Astrology has to that. do more with other things. Well, yeah, astronomy. Signs. signs. Yeah, the signs and the corners. Okay, so astronomy. Mm -hmm. Um, And he told me that a lot of that happened with you. I know the first time I visited your house, he got so excited and would show me like that big science book you gave him. That's like the same size as a, small, a big dog. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> really really tall and then there was a smaller one that had 
complete details, right? Or the, was that the same book? Oh, the, it was. It was a big. No, it it was the one with the big, big pictures in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that those were the same book. Yeah. Oh, it's the same book. Okay. Yeah. And so I know he. You kind of inspired that. Is it? And you saw his telescope today. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's kind of cool. What made you decide to tell him about that stuff? And, or did you just see that he had an interest well, in it? And you well, said it? I used to go to his school when he was in elementary school um, to his science class. In fact, uh, we even dissected a frog together. Aww. <laughs> yeah, and what a nice moment. <laughs> and um, We uh, still have those pictures, don't we? Yeah, I have you uh, sitting there, you and I, uh-huh. as you di- dissecting the frog. Yep, yep, yep. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and what I enjoyed most, I enjoyed feeding him, exposing him to as many things as possible because he had a grasp. He could pick up something and run with it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I recall, I think he was in, what, the fifth grade or so? I bought him a telescope. And on that particular evening, when I brought it up to his school, uh, you could view Venus. Mm-hmm. And he was so excited about that. Um, and and uh, like I said, I, I used to, I tried my best to feed him as much information as, as he could stand. And uh, look at him now. It's, mm-hmm. it, uh, I, it's a result of his desire, his efforts. Uh, I only was an instrument, but he has taken what I've taught him and expanded on it expanded on a uh, in a way in which i could but uh i initially gave him the information and let him run and to let him develop it himself um hands-on i've always believed was the best thing and uh, i tried to both him and his brother um have them do a number of things where it's hands-on that way it's uh you once you learn that way it stays with you forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I was blessed. I mean, I I had two intelligent sons who, uh, you know, they just, they were just great, you know. I mean, there were the times that uh, I had to curse them out a few, but other than that. I think that's a lot of times. Don't, hey, hey. uh, um, I think he was bad. I feel like y'all sugarcoated. He was bad because he was smart. Everyone was like, ah. No, I had, I had (laughs) undiagnosed ADHD and I had, I had problems paying attention and talking too much. Uh Uh-huh. I wasn't never getting in fights or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. At least I wasn't starting fights. They started with me. <laughs> but, but no, my biggest problems in school were talking too much because mm-hmm. I already knew half the material. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were more advanced than most of your... I, uh, I got bored. Yeah. yeah, that's what they say happens with kids yeah. who are too uh, smart. Uh, at the fifth grade, he was as accomplished in, in his learning as a eighth, uh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, I, bro- I think I broke the record at Williams for like words per minute or something like that. Wow. Yeah. I was getting exemplaries on all like, you know, I have like the state mandated tests. Mm-hmm. I was getting like 96% on them and on, like the average was like, you know, if you have like these different levels, like I was always mm-hmm. like the exemplary. Um, and I think the average was, was some other word. I forgot what they use it, but I was always exemplary on every one of them. Because my smart baby. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm not, I, I, like I said, I don't like bragging about myself. Because to me, at the end of the day, I'm just a dude. That's a lucky, why he has you here, so you can brag about him. A really, a really, really <laughs> lucky dude. <laughs> um, Wait, I got some more questions. You got another question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other question is, I also hear you're to contribute to why 
Michael always eats all my food. No, no. Basically, just that you used to give them huge portions. Oh, yeah. And they had to finish it before they left the table. Yeah. But you gave them grown men portions. So that's why, as a child, his stomach is always empty. He's always still hungry because these portions that he gets from me in restaurants just aren't enough. No. <laughs> well, he didn't get that from me. He got that from my mother. <laughs> okay. My mother... There were three of us uh-huh. uh, coming up, and whenever she cooked, like if she made chicken, she had to do two chickens, mm-hmm. you know, um, and anybody that came over to the house, if you didn't eat, you had a problem. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a southern household, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you go over there and they're uh, uh, serving food, it's uh, 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 out of respect. Well, not only out of respect, but you, you enjoy yourself. Courtesy. You know? comfortability yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's almost like being in uh, when i was living in uh, trinidad tobago uh, i used to go up to the mountain and i had a friend there named philip and the first time he took me to his house his mother served uh i can't tell you what it was but it was good mm-hmm. so i immediately jumped up said can i have some more <laughs> <laughs> And that endeared me in her heart, you know. Uh, She said, come back anytime you want. So it's also like a compliment because it's like, oh, you like the food. You weren't just being nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was nice. Um, And it was in the mountains in Trinidad and such a beautiful place. There is a a section there called Toco. And uh, it's been uninhabited uh, in the early, well, in the 1800s and early 1900s. Um, they used to grow a lot of sugar cane, mm-hmm. but because it was on the Atlantic, it's because it's where the Atlantic and the Caribbean meet, it was too difficult for boats to come in to grab uh, mm. the sugar cane. Mm-hmm. So most of the farms just died out. They, mm. uh, they, so we used to go, they had, you could go up in the mountains, we take burlap sacks and you get mangoes, bananas. Mm. I mean, all of this fruit just growing wild. Uh, the only thing you have to watch out for is snakes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And they tell you. That's why I'll never get her to go up there. <laughs> they say, you never reach. Before you stick your hand somewhere, you, uh-huh. you survey it very well. Yeah. Because if you get bit, you could just sit your ass on the side. And because you could never get to a hospital in time. Dang. So, so you might as well sit on the court curb and just kiss your ass goodbye. Put your hands between your, <laughs> put your head between your legs. Exactly. <laughs> what other What other questions did you have, baby? I know you got some. Come on, you got something brewing. Well, yeah, to make sure I don't want them late. We got we got you three know. we got three minutes because like, my dad got to catch a flight. I guess what I'll ask is, you know, you were just at the wedding. Um, how did it make you feel to see him get married and? The vows and just having a great time because you said you had a great time. You said it was amazing. Um, you know, like I mentioned at the wedding, um, you know, I and I said to all parents, there's no you you can never be well. Let me back up. Um, to see him grow and become a part of a couple and to have the opportunity to meet Bree, um, I felt he was one of the luckiest people in the world. Um, 
He was always happy, but not like he is now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all attributed to Bree. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a great affair. Uh, they put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> and what an amazing show it was. It was a pleasure. You know, uh, a parent could be, couldn't be any more prouder than I was of him and Bree at that moment to see them join their nutshells. And uh, I'm so happy for them. Um, you know, uh, oh, what can I tell you? You know, people say you want your soulmate. Well, Michael's found his soulmate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I am uh, overwhelmed with joy. Um, and uh, I couldn't be happier. Thank you, Dad. That's my pops. That's your, that's your pops too now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting used to saying the names because I can't call y'all both mama and daddy because then who's going to turn around? So your set of parents have to have a name and my set of parents have to have a name. I want them to know who I'm talking to when I say it in a crowd. <laughs> All right, Dad. Well, we have to cut off here, unfortunately. I know we could stay here and talk for two hours, but you have a flight to catch. You got to get back home. Yes. You have to get back to your garden. His garden. He's the prized gardener. So <laughs> he doesn't have any social media, but we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, so you know where you can find me, my good people. You could find me at Mike Copeland for real on Instagram. That is Mike Copeland, the number four real. You can find me at Brainy Like Peony. Once again, that's at Brainy Like Peony on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find all of our 411 on the Copeland stuff on Instagram as well as Facebook. We do have the podcast on Facebook too. Yes, yes, ma'am. So we will catch you guys later. Thank you for listening to this. Oh, this was 25 minutes. It wasn't a short, but. Uh, uh, the, another episode of uh, 411 on the Copelands. And, Bye. And this is, once again, this is audio only, so this will not be on YouTube. Catch it on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major platforms, and uh, leave us a rating, like, share, comment, subscribe, all of that good stuff over and out. Bye-bye. Bye.